Hi everyone, this is Nurse Anna from NurseStudy.net and today we're going to be talking about pancreatitis. So pancreatitis is defined as an inflammation of the pancreas. The pancreas is a large gland behind the stomach and close to the start of the small intestine called the duodenum. So if you guys remember your anatomy and physiology, um, the duodenum we have the DJI, so duodenum, jejunum, and ileum, but this releases into the uh, duodenum, okay? So the pancreas has two main functions. The release of hormones of glucagon and insulin to the body via the bloodstream. Glucagon and insulin are utilized for blood glucose metabolism and regulating on how the body uses and stores food for nutrients and energy. Secondly, it secretes digestive enzymes into the small intestine to help, to help the digestion of fat and carbohydrates and, of course, proteins. So pancreatitis can be acute, which is sudden and lasts for days, or chronic pancreatitis, which does not heal and tends to get worse over time. So normally during digestion, the pancreatitis releases inactivated pancreatic enzymes which then move through the ducts in the pancreas and then travel into the small intestine duodenum. Once in the small intestine the enzymes will activate and then assist with the digestion. Now when damage to the pancreas occurs the digestion digestive enzymes sorry that are usually released in the small intestine are actually released inside the pancreas and then they're activated inside the pancreas. It actually begins to attack itself. You know, some articles that you may read will say it's auto-digestion or it starts to eat itself. Regardless, it's the, those enzymes have become activated inside the pancreas itself instead of outside in the small intestine where it should have gone in the first place. So this attack in the pancreas will irritate the cells and it'll cause inflammation. When acute pancreatitis occurs over and over again, this damage can lead to chronic pancreatitis from the scar tissue that is formed. Once pancreatitis is compromised by repeated damage, digestion problems and diabetes can occur. So signs and symptoms, will that will actually depend on the severity of the pancreatitis. It will vary. But in acute pancreatitis, we're actually looking for abdominal pain that worsens after eating. That's important for test questions. Abdominal pain that worsens after eating. Upper quadrant abdominal pain with radiation to the back. Nausea and vomiting. Tenderness to the abdomen with touch. Now these other two are kind of important for testing purposes. You're not really, I haven't really seen it in 30 years of nursing myself used out in the, in the hospital setting. Um, but then again, you know, that's just me. But we're going to talk about the Cullen sign, acute pancreatitis, and the Cullen sign, and Gray Turner sign, or Turner sign, however you want to remember it. This is usually on a lot of tests. It's actually, I believe, even on the CEN test, the Certified Emergency Nurse test. So these two signs are going to come up a lot in your nursing career. So let's just try to remember them now. So the Cullen sign is bruising around the umbilicus, and it usually takes one to two days to appear. Now, I have a diagram or a picture that I kind of drew for you guys up in an article on nursestudy.net under pancreatitis. I, in 30 years of nursing, have really never paid too much attention to Collins and Turners because it's just not terms we'll use in the emergency room. However, I have seen it on exam questions all throughout my, my 
my life as a nurse. So what I did was I made a little diagram for you guys. Please refer to it. So Collins is um, bruising around the umbilicus, and I drew a C around the belly button, and then I complete that circle a little bit with some just so you can see it and the turners I just kind of drew on the flank and that's usually bruising of the flanks that also occurs when within one to two days of acute pancreatitis so those two are pretty important to remember for testing purposes chronic pancreatitis well you're going to see weight loss steatorrhea which is foul oily stools and upper abdominal pain causes well some of the causes of pancreatitis include gallstones this is actually one of the most common causes alcoholism smoking infection abdominal injury pancreatic cancer abdominal surgery some medications cystic fibrosis high triglyceride levels family history of pancreatitis or having a procedure call, called a ERCP which is a endoscopy retrograde cholingopantriography used to treat gallstones call it ERCP that word will kill you every time complications well some of the complications from pancreatitis can include infections in acute pancreatitis the pancreas is susceptible to bacteria that can cause infections so I've already said infections so now we're really going to be thinking about an elevated white count okay surgery may be needed to remove the damaged tissue from the pancreas. A pseudocyst could develop. This is debris and fluid that can collect in the pockets of the pancreas. If the cyst-like pocket ruptures, infection and bleeding can result. Bleeding can result. So now we're looking for infection, which could be an elevated white count, but now it looks like we're going to be watching that H&H, &H, right? We're going to also be looking for diabetes due to the damage of insulin-producing cells renal failure, respiratory problems, malnutrition. Malnutrition would be due to the damage of the digestive enzymes. And of course, pancreatic cancer is also a complication. Diagnosis. Well, we already just spoke to you guys about some of that blood work that we would be needed. But here's an interesting fact. Don't know if it's on the NCLEX or any other exam. It could be, so I'll say it. The amylase in lipase in pancreatitis could be elevated up to three times the normal values. Okay, so just try to remember that. Put that in the back of your head. A CT scan to look for gallstones and inflammation. An abdominal ultrasound to look for gallstones and inflammation. An endoscopic ultrasound to visualize any blockages in the bile or pancreatic duct. And an MRI to visualize any abnormalities in pancreas, ducts, or gallbladder treatment well the treatment of pancreatitis can vary slightly but the initial treatment may include hospitalization to stabilize the condition other treatments may include MPO we want to rest that pancreas so nothing by mouth just let the pancreas rest pain medications people that present to the ER uh, bout of pancreatitis they always present with severe pain. So you need to give them some pain medications to control that pain. IV fluids, we want to keep them hydrated. We cannot get them dehydrated at this state. Once we have treated the initial onset of pancreatitis and the symptoms, once the patient starts to stabilize a little bit, we want to start treating the underlying cause of the pancreatitis. So they're going to have that procedure called the ERCP again. I'm not going to bother to repronounce that one. Sorry, guys. And that's going to be done to diagnose and repair issues with the bile ducts. 
Surgery of the pancreas may be needed to remove any bad tissue and fluid from the pancreas. A cholecystectomy, and once you get out of nursing school, you're, trust me, you're going to be calling this a cole. So the cole, this procedure is basically a gallbladder removal, and it may be needed if gallstones are a problem and um, cause onsets of pancreatitis. We also want to address alcoholism and treat alcohol dependence. Drinking alcohol can cause pancreatitis, sometimes within a few hours after drinking alcohol. So abstaining from drinking alcohol is important. Other treatments may include enzyme supplements to assist breaking down foods into a usable nutrients for the body, um, and dietary changes. It recommend a low-fat, high-nutrient meal. So that's it for us today at NurseStudy.net. This was our quick little blip on pancreatitis. Please look at the article because I really try to put in some good pictures there, especially to help you remember that Turner's or Gray Turner's sign in Collins. Turner's and Gray Turner's are the same. It just kind of depends on what article you're reading and, and what book you have. Um, but they are the same and most likely going to be on one of your tests someday in your working career. So this is Nurse Anna signing off. I hope you guys have a really great weekend. And I will see you next week. Bye.